Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, 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 and happy new moon broadcast. This is Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette, because I love clouds and looking up. Please forgive me for not coming on Monday. It's been a very busy week, quite eventful last two weeks, and so I am just in time, less than 12 hours away from our full moon which is, I believe, quite a special one because it is in the part of the sky which we call the sea. It is at the very, very, very end, the less than a degree away from zero degrees of Pisces, which is at the end and 23-something degrees of Aquarius. Know that our sun is still active in Leo and we have that lion's gate and I think a lot of people had quite an eventful month as well. So the first things first is that it will be at 5.32 GMT time on the 14th of September 2019. That will be Eastern Standard Time, midnight, 32, 32 minutes after midnight on Saturday morning. So you might still be awake, which is a really good thing for you, of course. For us here, most people be sleeping and the moon, the sun doesn't even rise up yet. But don't worry, no matter, no matter, no matter. Um, what we will look at, though, is um, the heavenly body's position like we usually do. And if I have time, I will go into them more. Um, we have, at the time of the full moon, the constellation of Leo ascending. It's 21 degrees and 10 arch minutes. We'll be followed by Mars which is at 28 degrees Leo and 51 arch minutes. We have then the sun following that. It's at 32 degrees and 46 arch minutes of Leo. Then we have Venus and Mercury exactly together at the five degree point, but not exactly at the arch minutes, but not far from each other. So Venus is at 5 degrees, 23 arch minutes of Virgo, and Mercury is at 5 degrees, 20, uh, 40 arch minutes of Virgo. Then we have in a Fuca still, I'm kind of happy because I've got something, a point in a Fuca's that needs some Jupiter energy, <laughs> and it's coming after you know, Jupiter's been going retrograde and back. It's taking its ages to go through a focus, okay? Or mm, you could say Sagittarius. People say Sagittarius. But astronomically, it is in a focus. But it still has that, that Scorpio energy, I think. Anyway, I digress. Eight degrees and 16 arch minutes of a focus. That is where the big benevolent 
Jupiter planet is. Next we have our cluster of things in Sagittarius. We have the Saturn. Oh, that will soon be going straight, but now it's still going retrograde. It's at 17 degrees of Sagittarius and 24 arch minutes. We have what we need to acknowledge, the south node called K2 at 18 degrees and 54 arch minutes. That's connected to your karma. I've been able to prove it. Shocking and amazing. Um, really important to know where these heavenly bodies are. And remember, I will tell you if you ask me for free to tell you these information. So just, you know, uh, ask me on best place to ask is a DM on Instagram, a.k.a. Cloudette. Then we have Pluto, which is now again a planet. It's also retrograde and it's at 24 degrees of Sagittarius and 12 arch minutes. Another thing we had happen today, when I'm doing this the day before the full moon, is that the moon was conjunct um, Neptune, and that happened about three hours ago at 4.43 to be exact. It was like three hours ago. Um, They were both at 19 degrees and 26 arch minutes of Aquarius, and the moon now is at 23 degrees no the moon will be at 23 degrees and 18 aquarius or the full moon and that's like you couldn't move that far because it only moves one degree every two hours right so um it's just getting past that um conjunction what does that mean i'm an observer i can tell you that neptune is connected to pisces and it's connected with dreams and ideas and thoughts and inspirational kind of re you know spiritual wishes and things like that and i think it's quite poignant that the moon went there um, before it will go into pisces so i always think of this as a journey that is picking up an interaction picking up an energy um producing something like alchemy say uh you had a conjunct you you had a little bit of um water and a little bit of earth and you did an experiment so you say oh water energy is coming and earth energy they're passing each other on a table um but there's a lot of earth that's spreading out so the water might touch it and if the water touches it what's going to happen there's going to be some mud made okay um will it soak up all the water we don't know um maybe some water will survive and we'll be able to carry on and once it moves by somebody will will, when somebody comes to wipe up the water will there be water to wipe up or will it be all absorbed in the mud in in the earth and making mud we don't know and will there be some earth left over that kind of thing so what is what has happened there right and then what happens afterwards what happens there determines what's going to happen afterwards so that analogy means what happens when um, the moon, which has been in Aquarius just for the last day, is coming to a conjunction with Neptune that's been in Aquarius forever. It takes ages and it's um, ruled by a water sign and um, moon is ruled by a water sign too, you know. 
so that's a good thing so it's like reinforcing just oh yes some water some water i understand i mean we're water but we're in you know aquarius we're in this air sign but we're in the water barrier so it's all good it's like we're all at home you know we've got the intelligence of air something we we can be rational and curious and interesting but we have the emotional burden which is sometimes you know emotional water feeling sensitive memory you know of that but we can deal with it because we have the lightness of air and so that is the interaction that's happening is that water is um comfortable being itself because it has support in the air house in this place of aquarius before the full moon okay and the full moon will be interacting with the hot 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 leo creativity so what does that mean it means that the fire won't be drying it all up that's right because we got some extra doses of water i think that's what it means i think we got enough emotional um security um strength to um balance and be comfortable in the presence of this sun of this um interesting and evolved journey that the sun has been making through leo from the leo's gate and all these things all these planets that were in leo and also good thing is that you know venus and mercury have gone ahead and now are in earth which is supporting the water in a way because it holds the water and it kind of protects it in a way from the fire uh it takes longer for the fire to interact with earth than it does for fire to interact and dry up water so um it is a very very beneficial um interaction alchemical interaction that's going on and um it continues because a few hours afterwards you know the moon will move into pisces and will be you know in that pisces energy um, for a couple of days, Pisces, not a small constellation, it's quite big. And um, still the interaction, the memory of what happened when it was conjunct Neptune, I believe will be present. And it's all about dreams and ideas and, you know, what you want from life. And I, you know, I'm just here kind of interpreting it how I see it. And I went off on a tangent and I'm running out of time. So if you have any questions about how that is, and if you had a chart with your Sky Astrology chart with all the bits and pieces telling you where your heavenly bodies are and what houses, then you would be able to utilize this, I believe, better. Okay, so then um, I said we are moon at the new full moon. The full moon will be at 23 degrees of Aquarius in 18 arch minutes. Then we have Chiron is in Pisces, so the moon will be going over that um, at the end of tomorrow. It's at 12 degrees and 18 arch minutes. Then we have an Aries on the day that um, the moon goes in, conjuncts Aries, actually. Um, it will also be, I believe, yes, changing the moon. The sun will be changing into Virgo, changing signs. So we'll have a lot of element changes. But we enjoyed that Leo energy while it lasted. We have um, Uranus still at 7 degrees retrograde in Aries. 
And last but not least, of course not least, is Rahu, the North Node. It's at 15 degrees and zero arch minutes of Gemini. And that is the end of where the heavenly bodies are for the full moon of was September 14th <laughs> at 5.32 GMT time where we will have a full moon on the cusp of Aquarius and Pisces with our sun still shining in Leo. This is astronomical and um, yeah, thank you for listening. I just want to share something because uh, I was um, asking, proposing to do a um, reading, a sky astrology reading for a couple, and um, I was asked. They asked me, "What will they? What should they expect to learn or get from a reading from me?" And I thought it was a really good prompt. And I said, "Very proud of myself." I said to them, "Well." You, the outcome is being aware of the true positions of the sun and the moon from the place and on the day of your birth. And like biodynamic farmers who are giving attention and observing the current positions of the sun and the moon to grow amazing tasting wine and a plentiful field, yield of crops, I believe it can help one's personal growth. It's also connected to being an observer, as in quantum physics theory, and the double slit experiment. Which means if you are not looking and observing, then you are not playing a role in your own outcome in your life. Um, I love these prompts and I love interacting, so please ask me anything. Come be an observer with me. Lots of love. Have a fantastic weekend. And this is episode 260. <laughs> Bye. Till next week. On time. So a few days. Okay. Bye.